Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hello, friends. Here to talk about friends <laughs> with my friend <laughs> Adele. <laughs> Oh wow, that was a How nice are you, intro. friend? Yeah, I'm pretty good actually. I'm I'm quite well. It's been a little while since we've had this kind of conversation. It has. Yeah. But friends are always there for us. It doesn't matter if we have a little break in our podcasting or we do it all the time because they are there at the touch of a button anytime you want. Are you and saying just constantly in popular culture? Yeah, I know. Are you saying you'll be there for me? Is that what you're telling me? Oh no, I'm saying they'll be there for you. Any Oh, <laughs> not you though. You no, no, I won't be there for you. <laughs> you can book me and schedule me in. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be there for you. Like, yeah, I'll be there for up. you when... It's... With these caveats. <laughs> <laughs> when it's scheduled in the calendar and no other time. Yeah, when it's suitable for me. Yeah. Um, so it's an good. exciting well, one we... today. Yeah. Landmark. Landmark episode. 100. 100. Which means it must, it must be our 102. 102? It must be our 100, comma, T-W-O. Oh, no, T-O-O. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there's a reason, Zoe, why it's not our 100th. Do you know why oh, that is? I knew you were going to get specific about this because we did the Super Bowl in one go. Oh, that, actually, that's not the reason I was thinking of. But yes, we have truncated a few. But also, we did the extra one at the end of season one where we did the quiz and stuff. We never did that again. There you go. Probably but, you know, All right. take, it's, take it's a few, in... give a two. It might be the 100th. Who knows? I should have figured that out beforehand. Give a two, TWO. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to talk about this episode, the 100, with what we like about it, what we didn't like. Those, And I would say like some of these storylines I thought were great, other ones did my head in a bit. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about the things we like and we didn't like. And then also that friends through a lens all these years later. Is there anything now in 2022 that looks a little bit strange or doesn't sort of jars a little bit since uh, it was first aired all those years ago? Spoiler alert. I've got a lot of those. Mm. I've got quite a lot of friends through a lens. Mm. There's a bit of a theme, isn't there, in this mm. one? They're kind of after... Mm. Uh, Riddled with yeah, it. Yeah, after a certain group. Yeah. Mm. Riddled with it. <laughs> so first of all, then, let's let's remind ourselves what it's riddled with uh, in the form of a riddle, or actually a limerick about the episode. An okay. limerick, please, Adele. Here we go, the 100th. Three babies have their first day, and Phoebe would like one to stay. Chandler says something which creates Mondler's first hitch and Joey's wee problem needs flushing away. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's so good. I, when you say wee problem as well, that's like a definite double take, right? <laughs> yeah, so for that's anyone wee. who's not familiar with Scottish vernacular, wee means little. He's got a wee problem. But also, <laughs> wee means wee, right? And he's got What's he got? Kidney stone. <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> quite a lot, I'm sure. Oh, my God. And Mondler's first hitched. You can use that again when they do actually get hitched. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Hadn't talked about that. I help. Um, yeah, they have their first hitch, don't they? And it is a bit awkward. Oh, my goodness. And then Phoebe, of course, has her baby. Remind me of the first two lines then. Three babies have their first day and Phoebe would like one to stay. 
Oh, clever. They do have their first day. Isn't that crazy? You think like it's not first day at work. It's your first day full stop in the world babies have their first day yeah that's a really nice way of thinking about it um and she wants one to stay oh my goodness oh my Mm. goodness okay well let's talk about it in detail then i can't wait the one hundredth all right then recap here we go uh in a drier format and that lovely epidemic so imdb says the gang take phoebe to the hospital after she goes into labor Monica threatens to go on a date with a male nurse after Chandler claims they are just goofing around. Hmm. Joey gets treated for kidney stones. <laughs> kidney stones. Monica threatens. Uh, she threatens to go on a date. Threatens to go on a date. And, and it's not really quite right, is it? Because she doesn't threaten to go on a date. The date kind of happens to her. Mm. And she's like, oh, I need to get out of this. Yeah. And then, okay, maybe she gets a little bit threatening because he's just goofing around. Okay. Uh, Netflix says, Phoebe goes into labor and is stuck with a doctor who is obsessed with the show Happy Days. Monica plans a date with a male nurse to spite Chandler. Oh, strong language. These Netflix recaps are just so bad, aren't they? They're funny. They always have been. Now, you said earlier that there are some storylines in this that you really like and some that you really don't like. I think that recap from Netflix has mentioned one of the storylines you don't like. Am I right? Uh, yeah, that's very true. The happy days. Yeah, you don't like that. WDF. Yeah, okay, we'll, t- we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Um, what did you think of it overall then? What, did you give it, uh, what kind of score did you give it in relation to the rest of season five? And how do you feel about it? So I it, it, I did give it quite a high score because it ticks some of our boxes that we like. Everybody's in one place. Yeah. It's one story. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. She's ha- giving birth. There do seem to be quite a few, like it's sort of reminiscent of other hospital episodes, isn't it? But, but you know, it's it's Phoebe. It's not Carol having a baby. It's actually Phoebe. And there are some proper emotional moments in it, which may even, I don't know. I actually found them harder than perhaps before I was a mother. Like mm. I, fa- I found, I found this kind of hit me a bit harder um, on those bits. So, you know, friends does emotion. Well, again, um, there's a not like it's not like joke 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 but it's there are some lots of funny bits and you I agree so yeah they're all in one place and I thought the same thing when that starts in the cold open it feels like the episode where Ben is born doesn't it and I I always think it's quite weird that all these people turn up to wait for someone to have a baby but we didn't I didn't do that for you I didn't turn up at the hospital when you were about to have Holly no Um, you were super hungover from the Christmas party (laughs) texting me about the Christmas party when I was like just coming out the midst of labor so I got got a little text back going uh I have some news and it was you holding a baby (laughs) I didn't even know she was pregnant no I did um yeah so I agree with you lots of ticking lots of boxes and of course it would be an emotional storyline anyway, but yeah, it feels like such a big moment, Phoebe having the babies. And also, it made me think of Lisa Kudrow as well, because the reason they wrote it in is because she actually got pregnant. So I thought that was really, that connected for me as well, that she'd probably gone through this not too long before um, she filmed this episode. And I like, uh, we'll talk about the hitch for Chandler and Monica, but I like that. I feel like it's a really important milestone for us as the audience in their relationship. So maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but there is also a lot of filler. Yeah. All filler, no killer. Is that the expression? <laughs> um, yeah. That's what I didn't quite finish saying is that it hasn't got all the jokes in it. And then there's this bit that just, 
I don't know, is it a cultural thing? Do Americans find that funny? Am I, am I missing, you know, there's like, there's hits and there are misses. This, it just passed me by this. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk a bit about that. It's not cool. Um, so you said you give it quite a good score. What kind of score are we talking? So like eight, eight out of 10. And where are you putting it in the rank? Oh, sorry. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> like we've done for five seasons. <laughs> eight, eight out of 10. You're like, not 10 episodes. Didn't mean so to I surprise you with a, a, an out of the blue question, but. Um, yeah. So it's 11th. Oh, okay. So it's 10 for me. Oh, oh for, my goodness, isn't that interesting? That's yeah, so yeah. For, and it's funny because I had it at 10 and then before I rewatched it, just before we were recording this, I was thinking, surely it's going to be higher than 10. And then I watched it and I was like, no, 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 it makes the top 10, but it's but it's just at 10. For the broad viewing public, of which we are informed mm-hmm. of their opinions using IMDb and the beautiful data that sits on there, it is eighth. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right. it's in joint eighth position with uh the one in vegas part one so the penultimate episode of this season and it scores 8.8 on average out of 10 now it does feature in ranker.com's top 100 ever episodes and it's quite high up it's 25th and you know but i'm sort of going to forgive it zoe is pulling a face that is like what but (laughs) i'm sort of going to forgive it because i think you can just, in your memory, you can just discard the stuff that's a bit rubbish. And I feel the Phoebe thing and actually the Monica and Chandler thing, for me, they carry it and they sort of make up for that. I don't know. Am I being a bit over sort of nostalgic? Maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah, you're right. There are some big, there are some big things here. I think it's just 25th ever. Like that's. Yeah, I suppose. There's yeah. only 24 episodes of Friends Better Than This, but, but maybe they get the Happy Days thing, so then that becomes an extra tick. So shall we start with Phoebe? You've got three storylines. You've got Phoebe having the babies. You've got Joey having kidney stones, and you've got Monica and Chandler's uh, little moment where they need to figure out where they both are and, and yeah, how they both feel. Yeah. Should we start with Phoebe then? Because that'll get us to the Happy Days bit. Yeah. Um, do you want to start with the happy days thing? So what what are you what are your it's feelings about that? Well, I mean, I don't, to be honest, I don't have that much to say about it. It's just it, it it's just you know how we said things that are just like if it's not based in some some sort of reality, it just becomes a bit of a turn off, doesn't it? And and the fact that this OBGYN like head of the department, you know, intelligent man would have this thing where he's obsessed with Fonzie and has to watch it it's just so ridiculous it's it's just ridiculous isn't it but it's just I think it's the sense of humor that just I'm just not clicking maybe in the writer's room someone thought it was funny I don't know you know it's funny because listening to you talk about it actually it's quite I'm trying to think of another parallel thing in front like the it's quite unusual humor for friends if that's not a weird thing to say isn't it because it's so mm. silly it's just so mm. silly yeah, that's true. but for me I, I think it gets tiresome don't get me wrong I think by the time he's putting episodes of happy days on when she's actually having the babies I'm like okay but I sort of thought it was just silly enough that it was so on that at the end of that spectrum I was like okay I can't I kind of I, I sort of quite like it at the beginning right. I like things like she goes <laughs> and also I felt I felt what it was part of was it was necessary for Phoebe's birth plan to be 
upended. So her doctor's not available. Her birthing partner, who is going to be Alice, is late. And she has to. And, you know, life doesn't work out necessarily as you think it's going to. And in the same way, no one you told know, you life was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, you know, then you get the twisty turny. She's made this deal to give these babies away. And then she sort of thinks, oh, maybe not. So you, you, you get slightly unsettled from the very beginning that this maybe isn't all going to go to plan. I quite like the, I don't want someone saying, oh, uh, you dilated a mungo. You know, I thought those lines were quite oh, really? funny. You're right, though. It needed barriers, didn't it? It has, you know, otherwise she goes to the hospital, she has a baby. That's not funny. So they have to put funny bits in. Yes, you had to find I hadn't. I had an idea to throw around the writer's room. Like, she could... Uh, so, yeah, this doctor, there's got to be something weird about him, hasn't there? Because it's got to be... Also, what, what if, what if he's like, he was younger and um, what if he had like dated Ursula or something I was like oh my god I'm just freaked out and was kind of you know like there was a I like where you're going because there's a, an interesting twist in that and it plays on the twin thing and everything but I, I think it's playing a different role I think it's just meant to make stuff uncertain I think it's just meant to make you go oh, this is a mess, like this is horrendous, you know, this is really bad. And then she, I don't know, am I overthinking it? I think it's connected. I think it sets you up for her then changing her plans around what to do with the babies. Silly. I don't know. I just reinforce my life choice there not to join a comedy writer's room because the personal <laughs> rejection, I just felt there was, <laughs> I oh, couldn't no. deal with that all day, every day. <laughs> Sorry, I should have, I should have yes anded that idea, not, yeah. not. Yes, and me. that's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, I think. Okay, well, this doctor, I think we're kind of done with him, aren't we? Uh, yes. Get rid of oh, but you Whatever. did say, is it something to do with British or American culture? I think you might be onto something there. I, I think maybe Happy Days was so... It's the it's one of the most American in my mind anyway one of the most American TV shows ever made. I mean, it's set in this kind of halcyon days of the fifties, isn't it? And everyone's a stereotype, and every, everything just seems you know it's this rose tinted view of of what history was like. So maybe there is something where we're like Happy Days. We didn't even really watch that much, and we didn't find it that we know the Fonzie obviously, but we didn't find it that funny. So maybe that's why the Fonzie, the Fonz. The Fonz. <laughs> Arthur Fonzarella. We, we, we're big fans. We got the Fonzie. <laughs> Although now you're making me think maybe by the 90s, Happy Days was considered shit. And that's why they chose, you know, maybe it's meant to be that that guy is a douche because he's so in, because it's so unfashionable by the 1990s. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of our American listeners could help us with that. We don't know. Yeah, care. they can tell us. They can tell yeah. us so okay so we talk about phoebe then so she basically goes on this um journey i did start writing a list of things that are not true about labor <laughs> oh god this could how long have you got listeners <laughs> i mean you know it's, it's silly i mean and, and maybe it's different for triplets right but like you you don't go to the hospital before your first contraction i was on I was on death's door before they'd let me in the blooming hospital. Like they will not let you go unless you are literally about to drop. They won't let you. Maybe that's an English thing. Maybe it's different in America, but the fact that she's like, Oh yeah, I haven't had my contraction yet. I'm like, what are you doing there? Um, anyway, these are sort of storyline devices, aren't they? Also, um, who, who's paying for this medical treatment, which surely oh, is incredibly yeah. expensive. <laughs> I know they pay for the IVF, but who's paying for this birth, this time in hospital and the stuff? massage parlor. Would they have healthcare? Maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, 
<laughs> and, he, and also Joey has struggled with uh, medical insurance throughout his mm. uh, life, isn't it? So he, he can just waltz in and get his kidney stones yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Um, what other bits then you like about this this Phoebe arc of she's in labour and then she starts to think to herself, do you know what? I might get one. I like that because I think it says, I think it underlines the profundity of what Phoebe is doing here. She has grown. It it shows you how profound the thing is. On some level. (laughs) You don't have another level. She has had three people grow in her uterus and they've been with her all that time. And it's just a plan at that point, right? It's just like, oh yeah, I'm doing this functional thing because she's very altruistic for her brother. And then this, these human beings emerge from her and she goes through this incredible transformation in that moment. I know it's not a permanent transformation, but still she goes through this incredible experience, you know, a very, very unique individual experience to that person. And I like that it, what it says to me is people who do surrogacy for other people it's not a walk in the park. It's not just a functional thing, you know, and how amazing is it that people have babies for other people to be able to have a family if they can't do it themselves? So I just thought to me it was like a nod. (laughs) It was just a nod to like, wow. It brought a sense of reality to the moment when it's part of a comedy storyline that she's having the kid. And, you know, she makes his brother, oh, my brother's the father and all this kind of stuff. You know, they make light of it, but... I thought it grounded us in what this gesture actually was just for a moment. And so sad. So heartbreaking. And that's why Friends is so good, isn't it? You've got the episode, like, they've really got heart, you know, not all of them, but some of them have real good depth of heart. And yeah, that might, because I guess everything, poss- you know, probably instinctively, when you have a baby, is that, you know, is to protect, you know, your kind of caveman instincts, you know. You, to to give it away oh god that got me uh, to be like here you are and I'm, I'm giving you away and I think it does absolutely make sense that she'd be like I want to keep one yeah um, but also maybe the madness of the moment like, he's got three he can still have two <laughs> yeah yeah like that but <laughs> maybe the, the logic I guess maybe the madness of that moment as well like you've just you know you're, you're in this I mean, euphoria might not be the right word. I've never done it. You've done it. I don't know whether euphoria would describe <laughs> that moment. But, you know, it's all done. The babies are here. The, the, the future of human possibility is alive in the room. You know, it is very much, it's the definition of legacy and future, isn't it? You produce a natural other human being that's the next generation. Maybe in that moment, there's an element of kind of madness. And that's what Rachel's sort of, I think, trying to balance. Because she's like, I want to not belittle what you're saying Phoebe but I think even Rachel knows in 24 hours Phoebe would probably feel differently but yeah yeah nice. and a bit, but Rachel's kind of sympathetic and she's like I'm not gonna ask Frank to give up one of his kids when she says it like that like Ooh, it's a bit a bit full isn't it yeah although Frank does almost sort of try and palm one off on her in a few years time doesn't he Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three, three is a lot. But you know what as well? I liked that. I think it's nice that Frank then was really excited about the three. Like when Rachel does go and do it, he's like, three is a lot, right? He's like, no, it's great. I think that's good to hear that. Because Frank, if he was I think. A bit, you'd be like, well, isn't everybody a winner? Like, Frank doesn't want three. Phoebe wants one, you know. Yeah. Frank steals the show uh, for me in this. Oh, I think he's, so. I just think he's great. Like, that, 
he's just so over the top, isn't he? Like he's so intense in the in the moment, and yeah, I, I think he's he's brilliant. I have a question for you. Do you think is this the first time anyone said the word vagina in Friends? Oh. <clears throat> Phoebe says, I don't see you about to have three Here's babies coming out of your vagina. Yeah, we've had a penis. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you would think that might have. So sorry. So he's just um, sneezing. <laughs> I'm allergic to vagina. Vagina? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you'd think standards and practices might have had something to say about that, but because it is in a medical situation, they could you know they could get away with it that's I did what read yeah. that lisa kudrow in that thing where she says um you don't have something whatever she says coming out of your vagina she changed the words in front of the live audience to a different word for vagina a more slang word because the cast bet her to do it so she improvises this other word but the word's like pretty horrid oh i don't know if i want to say it what does it begin with t <laughs> does it begin with t <laughs> This is where Adele's mind goes now. No, I never actually heard it. Dick ditch. Oh. <laughs> I had to bleep that one out. But this is what she did in front of the audience to see if it would get a funny reaction. Oh. And the other ones bet her $200 each, as if Lisa Kudrow needs $200 each um, from them, uh, to do it, to see what the reaction would be like and everything. But I think it was just, yeah, kind of overshadowed everything. And also standards of practices, you know, on the verge of vagina so to speak uh i don't think they're gonna like that also i now know where you got your instagram handle from (laughs) (laughs) it's my tattoo as well (laughs) at dickditch 79.com um 69 69 oh why didn't i think of that that's so much better um so you talked about things that weren't true about labor in this episode what did you think of Lisa Kudrow's facial expression once the baby, you know, the doctor would kind of bring the baby up like this and say, the first one's here. She was like, I thought, and I thought the makeup was very good. Like, you know, she didn't look like when Rachel's having um, Emma, she just looks pristine the whole time. Phoebe didn't look like that. And she looks in total shock. Like the doctor holds up this baby and it's like, she's like, what the, what? Where did that come from? Like she's sort of totally, I thought it was quite, I don't know. That seemed to me not too polished for TV, but was a little oh. bit more realistic. You know what I mean? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I didn't really see that one. You're not talking about the one where they where they thought they're making that face because they thought it was the boy. No, 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 no. It's from the very first one. She does it with all three. Okay. What did you think of that bit where she has a little moment on her own with the babies? Oh. I- Gee, that really got me choked up. Yeah, it's, it does me. it's the phrasing and the rhythm of the way she says. Um, everybody said labor was the hardest thing I'd ever have to do. They were wrong. This is like, just, it's the way she just kind of says it. Just They were wrong. This is, oh, yikes. I just actually got a shiver then when you said that. Oh, that it, it every time brings a tear to my eye. And when she goes, well, if you're going to cry and she just rocks them. Oh, don't. Oh yeah. I've just felt funny now too. <sighs> oh dear. Oh, but dear. You, you know what it brings up is like. Their first, and that's why I said sort of first day, because it's not just that you're born, it's like, you know, you're f- literally your first day in the world. 
she probably never had a moment with them like that ever again. Because normally if that was your parent, if that was the parent and you were taking the babies home, you'd have moments like that all the time. You know, you put them to bed, you know, naps and all that stuff. And you these are little sweet, intimate moments with them. She's never going to get that with those three ever again. So, I, yeah, it was really touching, I thought. Oh, and the sort yeah. of enormity of what she's done. You know, she's done this amazing, amazing thing. But, yeah, that line, they told me labour would be the hardest thing. And it's not. This is giving you away. Oh, ouch. And your hormones are absolutely cray cray at that moment. So, yeah, no wonder it's the hardest thing. You know, it's just, you know, yeah. if you're going to cry, yeah, go for it. Oh, man. Cry your eyes out. But it's nice that it ends all a bit more of a joke. Like Chandler's a girl. Um, isn't it a bit of a masculine name? Works on you, which is going to lead us to our friends who are lens, right? Exactly. First one. Yeah. Chandler's a girl. Chandler's a girl. A girl is still, I hear people, I hear it in my everyday life, Zoe. Girl is used as mm. an insult. And offensive. I was with someone the other day. I was on a dog walk with somebody the other day. And they we were throwing the ball for the dogs and they did a bad throw i'm not a great thrower they did a bad throw and they summarized that they throw like a girl and i was just like come on it's 2022 we shouldn't we shouldn't be talking like that so yeah. i mean you know i i do i actually do think the joke's quite funny when chandler's like flashback to kindergarten you know that that is sort of quite funny in a way although it still reinforces the same thing but yeah it's so sad isn't it that it's like oh my god that's such an insult from for a boy to be called a girl and there's quite oh. a few of these sort of sexist things in here isn't there kind of girly um, kind of girly isn't it girly. yeah so the fact that they're male nurses is an issue for people it seems in this episode and then yeah well i will tell you why I look at that one slightly differently. It's because Chandler looks like the ass when he says, so he says it. That's a good point. And then the guy is like, wasn't so girly when I was in wherever, Iraq or Afghanistan, or whatever he talks about. And, and yeah. so Chandler actually is trying to make a stupid joke that is crap and he gets shown up as such as well by the guy. So that one, yeah, I, yeah, right. I was like, okay, that's, you know, as you said, there's a bit of a theme in these friends real lenses. It's just massive sexism the whole way through the show. Um, but that one, I was like, okay, they made that, they made a point that that was a ridiculously stereotypical, stupid thing to say. The only thing is about that as well, though, he says, well, it wasn't so girly. Oh, yeah, not so girly in the Gulf War or whatever it was. And then he said, oh, when it put me through medical school. Ah, it's yes, it's a means school. to an end. Yeah. It's a means to it. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it, it's almost like, oh, yeah, well, I know it's a girly job, but I'm going to be a doctor because I'm a man. So yeah. I'm successful, you know? That's so yeah, Monica, it, it, I am attractive to Monica because I've got these things, um, which felt pretty wrong, doesn't it? It's the same thing in Meet the Parents, right? Robert De Niro's character is up in arms about the fact that Ben Stiller's character is a male nurse. Like he just can't yeah. get over the fact that he's a male nurse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. And he shouldn't even, he should just say is a nurse, right? Um, this guy, Dan, I think his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Better Call Saul. You know, I'm obsessed with Better Call Saul. Is he? He's a really big part in that, yeah. And he also went on to be in uh, Saved by the Bell of College Years and plays the lecturer uh, and Kelly Kapowski, like, falls in love with him. So he's actually done pretty well for himself. He's quite cute as well, I thought. Oh, yeah. Unlike a lot of the extras that they bring in for Monica and Rachel to date. Um, Yeah, apart from George Clooney, of course. That one worked. Yeah, that one I will accept. (laughs) 
Um, so that sort of brings us to Monica and Chandler, actually, doesn't it? So what mm-hmm. do you think about this? This is, we've had, the last one was all the kissing. So we had London. Then we had, you know, they've got this illicit, <laughs> illicit thing going on where they're accidentally maybe letting the cat out of the bag by, you know, forgetting where they are in various moments. This is something different, though, isn't it? This is a, this is a bit of a test, this situation. Yeah. And the fact that she does, she really, you know, she's just instinctively like, oh, no, I can't go on that date. You know, like, I'm going to get out of it. Like, she really thinks this genre thing is pretty serious. And the fact that he is so upset about it also is now suggesting this is serious. This is not just hooking up, is it? It's not just hooking up in London. They've actually, what do kids today say? Caught feelings. (laughs) That, I think, is why it's a really good episode for the audience, because you realise this is a this is a thing this is not a like fly by night oh they're going to break them up or you know they're going to i think you see yeah the de- the depth of what's beginning to develop for the two yeah. of them here um i think it's interesting isn't it that they they date so much that inevitably there was going to be this issue where Rachel thinks she's doing a great thing. She's got a date with these two cute doctors. And then how is Monica supposed to get out of it? I mean, it's really difficult, isn't it? It's very hard because she would normally just, ch- jump at the chance. You'd just ghost them today, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would. <laughs> you just ghost your way out of it. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's hard because she's going to have to say something like, you know, there's someone else, isn't there? I can't go out with someone else. But then Rachel will find out and be like, whoa, what do we mean to someone else? Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a guy from work. That's what comes oh, that's next, it. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Why does um, Chandler say, no, no, it's fine, we're just goofing around. Why does he say that? I, I was just kind of going to that thing where Joey goes, I'm Joey, I'm stupid, I say stupid thing. Like, <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's, I think it's just, it's just, it's just this sarcastic defence mechanism, isn't it? This Thing mm-hmm. default that he has this self sabotage of oh, mm-hmm. you know I, th- just to act like I'm not hurt yeah you can do whatever you want I don't care um, and actually then that's nice when the conversation that they do have that you see that communication is really kind of a bit deeper isn't it starting between them where he tries to fix it he's like I know you know I'm trying you know the the dictionary definition all that kind of stuff that he goes into he's I like he's that. I think it's a very Chandler way of doing it because he projects what he's trying to say onto a kind of inanimate third party (laughs) of a dictionary. But yeah, it feels like it's from the heart, doesn't it? It, It's Mm. nice. But yeah, I was just thinking like, maybe, you know, I mean, we know he's a bit afraid of commitment. So maybe he thought, oh God, you know, the alarms are going off. And so, but I also wondered whether he thought this was inevitable. A better guy is going to come along and she's going to pick him over me you yeah. know I wondered whether yeah. there was a bit of insecurity behind oh I see yeah 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 that's true that's a that's a good point like this was just never gonna he was and maybe he's starting to catch those feelings and so he's just shutting it down because he's like this ridiculous it's never gonna work you know yeah work. um but yeah they do they're talking to each other differently aren't they they're sort of she's so smiley with him in yeah. ways that is totally new um and also he is you know he does show that insecurity he's like i'm really not good at this and she's like you're better than you think you are i mean isn't isn't it isn't that something for someone to say to you isn't that the most wonderful like they see a better version of you than you can see of yourself like that is the most wonderful gift yeah yeah they're gonna be your 
cheerleader for life yeah they're your um yeah they got your back yeah 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 that's nice and the dance he does <laughs> I love that. don't do the dance don't do the so dance funny. i love that and you know what monica looks she looks so hot when she delivers that line the way oh, she really? walks away yeah she walks away and she just looks and you sort of see i mean there is a bit of a power balance in their relationship isn't there where Monica's much more experienced in relationships and all the way along we get these little blips and she's the one that's like look just calm down we had a bit of an argument you know when they go away for the weekend we had an argument we're not breaking up you know she's got this sort of maturity that she brings to the relationship and she's like don't do the dance even enough to even look at him and she knows he's being this sort of silly little boy behind her her arms when you say she looks hot her arms look amazing she's in a sort of tank top and and those arms are just sculpted uh, to perfection. Also, talking of hotness, has Matt LeBlanc ever looked better than he does in this episode? <laughs> Discuss. Are you, do you find kidney stones hot? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, maybe I find yeah, men in hospital gowns hot. Yeah, maybe that's my thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but when do. he's in there, my God, he just looks he just looks amazing. He just looks so yeah, incredible. Um the kidney stones bit is it's funny. I mean, it's a little coincidental that this is happening, but it starts off quite funny. Like I thought they were sympathy pains, but now he's just stealing my thunder. Um, so that's quite funny. Um, yeah, Ross doesn't get much to do, does he? And he's just a kind of support to to Joey. True. I one I like two things about this. The first thing I like about this, and they do this quite a lot. They do this with Joey and Chandler a lot, where they parody a well-known scenario but with an mm-hmm. unexpected coupling. So you got when you have Chandler and Joey, when you have yeah, Chandler and Joey doing their arguments and things like a couple, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. did you really think I'd never find new eggs, et cetera? I really like the, the intercut where Phoebe's in labor and then they keep cutting to Ross and then the look they give each other when he's like, do you oh. want to see them? You know, that's very sweet. Yeah. The second oh, thing I love is this is a lesson that there are no small parts, there are only small actors because that actor who plays the doctor only has about four lines in the whole thing. And one of them he repeats about so 15 times. Two words. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of the most memorable. He's created one of the most memorable phrases, like emphasis phrases, I think, of the whole 10 seasons. Kidney stones. Like it's so, I mean, what a, so good. Could it so be, good. Could it be anything? Because the script would probably have said something like, he, the doctor says kidney stones. Joey says, could it be, could be, you know, or could it be something else? And And the script would probably say something like, Doctor says kidney stones in a different way. Yeah. And he made that. It's actually my favorite joke of the episode because it makes me laugh every single time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Also, I don't think I've had that many favorite jokes of the episode that haven't been from one of the main six. So this mm. guy is absolutely, yeah, yeah. doing well. I, I would imagine him coming into the audition. You know, they're, they're on like person 372 or something auditioning for this tiny part in Friends. And he walks through the door and he, del- he does that. Kidney stones. Get it like how many yeah. different times they must be like, yes, Kidney this stones. is the guy. Yeah. This is he's the guy. A good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah. This is a nice, yeah, it's nice. And it's funny and it's cute. And it gives a little bit of like relief to the, you know, the hard stuff that Phoebe is going through. Yeah. Maybe exactly, the hardest yeah. thing, you know, anyone could ever, well, not anyone could ever really go through, but it's got to be top 10, hasn't it? Giving up your, giving up a child. Oh yeah, for um, sure. And we know that so, they purposefully did this to demonstrate different types of, 
motherhood and parenthood, didn't they? That's why yeah. she's a surrogate. But also, it would have ruined Phoebe's character to be a mother, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that was a post rationalization of why they did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Friends for Lens, we had one. We, we had a couple. Chandler's a girl, and then we had the nurse being kind of girly and suggesting you were, you're only a nurse to go on to be something more manly, which is a bit rubbish. Did you have other? I had a couple of other Friends for Lenses. The upskirting. <laughs> yeah, I did. And, well, generally, Joey's video camera as well, which is the size of a brick and ridiculous but yeah, yeah that was bad wasn't it not okay yeah no gotta get the before shot uh joey buys porn magazines oh yeah for the boy babies which again is another you know the same theme coming through where he's like girl babies at least it's a newspaper and not freaking like knitting magazine or something oh, but anyway yeah, and then yeah. he's like girl baby look away boy babies here's a porn magazine and it just just brushed off as like totally acceptable that you would you would if, do that they've got well there's two things there, i guess there's the, there's the fact that she's he's saying girl baby look away maybe the girl baby will end up wanting to look like that more than the boy babies but yeah. also um uh, 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 uh what was my point start thinking oh yeah also friends are a bit weird about porn aren't they they yeah. kind of just think it's really jokey and really they, but i think always... it was in the 90s we talked about this haven't we like it, yeah. it wasn't too weird to subscribe to porn channels anymore because it wasn't actually that explicit. <laughs> Even what you could buy on the top shelf in Playboy, it was not that, I mean, compared to the stuff you can, you know, the stuff you Google on, uh, on a regular basis. <laughs> With my handle. <laughs> Dickditch69.com. Um, and then the other, other tiny one I had can was I a reference. one more thing about the porn magazine? Oh, it's yeah. called Playpen because they couldn't get the Playboy rights to it. So it's called Playpen. Oh, that's a good fact. Also weird because babies play in Playpens. But anyway. Ooh. Uh, the reference to Doogie Howser was my only other friend to a lens. I don't think, I don't know who would get that today. I can't remember that one. She says when they bring in the alternative doctor and mm-hmm. he's, and she's like, how old are you? Like, what grade are you in? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, I'm fine. And she, and she's like, go away, Doogie. Oh, the Doogie God. Howser reference. Oh, wow. I never got that. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. But I don't think anyone under 25 would get that reference now because it's not been no. brought back, has it? I, well, I didn't. I didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so your favorite? Yeah, my favourite joke. So yours is uh, Guinness Dawn's. Mine is also really stupid, uh, but it's <laughs> from Chandler because I just think it's Very so ridiculous. funny. Yeah. Who's so your so favourite friend? Should we say one, two, three and say who our favourite friend was at the same time? Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Phoebe. Phoebe. You, you didn't say it at the same time. You just waited. Is it even Phoebe or did you just copy what I said? Uh, yeah, Phoebe. Phoebe. Yeah. Easy. Easy, Easy Phoebe. Her. Yeah. Easy, Phoebe. It's got to be. Got to be. So there we go. 100 done. Bang. In the bank. On to the 101st. Yeah, which... <laughs> so the one where Phoebe hates PBS. She's moving on quick. She's, from she's moving on quick babies. from the depths of this massive massive humongous thing to something yeah much much more uh silly but okay well um yeah let's tune into pbs then next time see you for some more h to zing and pbsing see you pals that's our podcast thanks for listening to the end friends from a to z we hope that you come back again you've got a confession share our obsession too we'll be there